Andy's missing his fucking index finger. Men don't have to be lookers if they're cashed up. I tried to rub my nuts on his face. Hello and welcome. We are back. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. I am, once again, your host, Brian Beckner. Stoked you are here. Stoked you are joining us for episode 105 of the program. A lot to get to today, as always. Before we do that, I like to let you know how to get in contact with us. I like to make it, I like this to be an interactive thing. We have some good emails and voicemails to get to today. Email and voicemail. I feel like emails and voicemails is wrong. And I, I say that, and I, I know it's wrong to say that. It's e- The plural is email and voicemail. So I'll try to fix that next time. Uh, if you want to email the show, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com is the address. You can also send us a voicemail, 949-464-TBLS. And as always, some some good stuff happening on our Facebook page, the Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. There's been a lot to react to there. Stuff that we don't necessarily talk about on the show. I've been called out. A lot of calling out going on. Some tragedies, multiple tragedies. It is it is pretty enjoyable to be a part of our Facebook community. So if, if you're not there, you're missing out. I, I'll I'm just going to tell you that right now because it's the show is more interactive than you think, and the, the show's only an hour plus a week, but we're still around. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, and we're also on our Facebook page, and there's a lot of interaction going on there, so I would suggest you go there, the Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook, and as always, I checked our iTunes, uh, our iTunes comments, reviews is the word I was looking for. This week, and there's a bunch of reviews on there, all five stars, all uh, very, very nice, genuine reactions from people there. Um, so I, I appreciate everybody that's gone onto iTunes, subscribed to the show, and reviewed and rated the show there. That's really cool. Speaking of that, one of one of the comments I read on iTunes was just three words: "More Ed Daily." He joins us now. Ed, how are you? I'm doing well. You know, you know how moments in life, it's ne- the, the great moments are never the planned moments. That's N- true. New Year's Eve is never the best party. Big letdown. Right. And you just, you never know when your greatest moments will happen. Well, I can definitively say yesterday was the greatest moment of my life. Tell us um, about it. And, you know, when people say, oh, the birth of my kids and stuff, like, the, the day they're born, like, no fucking way. Like, oh. Uh, you're up for 24 hours yeah, there's straight. a lot of, there's worry, there's, there's, yes, yeah, very stressful. potential complications, like, no fucking way is the first day, like, no, no. And then you gotta take care of them, then, the, yeah. then there's a realization, right. there's one more person right. you have to take care of. Right, you're garbage if you say that's your best day. Agreed. Um, I was wearing uh, a hoodie, I was wearing an easy hoodie. Sweet. Only yeah. you would own such an item, by the oh. way. But okay. And it says "Easy Does It," like D U Z. It's a it's, that's a, an album. He had an yeah. album called that. Yeah, Easy and it was it. it's a pretty sweet sweatshirt. But I was not thinking about the fact that I wore it. I just threw on a hoodie. Right. Snow, snow day. I was I was walking with my kids, and uh, I, uh, a, maybe a twenty two year old guy, like very young guy. Yeah, and. Although race shouldn't play a factor, like it does, it does. It, it can't not. Black dude came up to me, yeah. came walking down the sidewalk. He goes, "I gotta say that that sweatshirt is dope." And may, maybe, shit. maybe, maybe he said dope as hell. Maybe I'm upgrading it in my own yeah. mind. But either yeah. way, he used the word. He said that sweatshirt is dope, and I was yeah. like, "Hey, thanks." And like yeah. my kids aren't impressed because they're fine. It's six and eight. They don't even know who Easy is. No, but like they don't get it. It was. It was. You know that's validation. That 
I I don't care about seeming cool, looking cool, but somehow that that felt fucking. That was like I've never done heroin. That to me is probably what heroin feels like. No, I, it's and you're right. Race shouldn't play a factor, but when a cool black guy acknowledges you and says you're cool, yeah, and he didn't. I mean, it's a know, good feeling. He didn't look like Urkel. He looked like just a cool, like regular black dude. Well, yeah. No, I mean, he he, he was unloading he, a truck. He respected your Easy E sweatshirt, so he had to have some cool factor. He was a like working. He knew guy. what was up. He wasn't some bum. He was a working guy. Yeah. He was just in yeah. the middle of his job. I was walking by him on the sidewalk, and he felt like while he's he's on the clock, he's gonna tell me my sweatshirt was dope, and it fucking it's the greatest moment of my life. I'm not no, gonna that lie. That is, yeah, that way is, better I, than my wedding day. Way, but way yeah. better than any moment of my life for sure. That that had to be a good feeling. I'm really really happy for you. Yeah, I'm happy for myself. I'm I'm all, but I'm also unhappy for you because today we learned we lost <laughs> perpetual old guy Abe Vigoda, who at this point was most famous he was for playing, still being alive. Yeah, he was playing with house money. Tessio, what? Tessio from The Godfather. <laughs> 94 years young, an iconic dude. He will be missed, but I, I was, I'm sad for the Vagoda family, but also sad for Ed Daly, who had chosen. Well, I had him in Abe. 2014. Yes, you went back to him. You went back to the well. His 92nd year, yeah. I was fine with it. And then I jumped off him. I took uh, George Kennedy last year. Right. And I was like, you know what? I'm going back Vagoda. Yeah. And I got greedy. I gotta admit, there was greed involved. Hubris. It's true. Well, it's. I'm, I mean, I've been riding this Zsa Zsa Gabor wave for right. a few years now. They're just. And they're it's, going it's limb by limb. Eventually, limb yeah, by I mean, limb. Yes, she's she's in pieces. But thoughts and prayers to the Vagoda family, and and more so, thoughts and prayers to my my buddy Ed Daly, who yeah. kept Abe Vagoda in the front of our minds on this Rip. show often. Rip yeah. fish. R.I.P. Agreed. Uh, okay, let's. We got some emails. Let's bang through these. Yeah, Brian, somebody actually sent you pics. He's referring to. We talked last week about our listener Johnny Football, who had a life coaching dilemma. Maybe I don't. know. It's been a while. A year ago, probably. I, got, I gotta think he's just fully embraced it and living in Europe, right? He he might be in Sweden, but this show is available in Sweden. He could reach out. He has the ability to reach yeah. out. Oh, well, he must. He must just be. You know, going at it. He, right. He's just he's just off the grid now, right? Uh, l- let's let's all take a moment and show a little respect to the compliance of the on her code in its full gl- glory. Of course, he's referring to my well known at 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 B- Brigham Young University one time. Some players got suspended for violating the honor code when it came to oh. fraternizing with women. You mean I, black guys, right? Because right, of course. The, the white guys never get caught at, at BYU. Well, and also they're already married. Um, and I, I immediately announced, announced that I had my own on her code, which is the opposite of the honor code in that anybody who has any kind of sexual activity, I want to know about it. So yeah, this Johnny Football is adhering to the on her code uh, by sending me pictures of his Swedish stewardess in various states of undress. But at the same time, he needs to give us an update. We need to, the honor code dictates that we need to know what is going on. So Johnny Football, reach out. Um, He continues, gents, in your most recent episode, a question was asked about Ed regarding The Bachelor. I think I mentioned this before, but as a non-fan of The Bachelor, the best thing about your segment is knowing Ed has checked out and yet remains in the discussion. I couldn't agree more. A muted game on TV in the background is the least surprising show reveal ever. That, that is from our friend Rome show. Uh, Ed, you don't have to respond. I mean, uh, right right now, yes. um, it's Oklahoma City 83, Knicks 83. So I'm just prepping for for a Bachelor conversation. I had a... Last night, I you know me, Ed. I do not watch very much sports. Unless we're talking about the Rugby World Cup final or something really important, the Dodgers are in the playoffs. I'm not a huge sports fan. But last night, I saw that the the Golden State Warriors were playing the Spurs. 
And I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. That's yeah, the two best teams in the Western Conference. Big, big time matchup. Sure. Yeah. And I, and also, the woman I live with has announced that her two favorite teams. Oh, no. Are the are the Warriors and the Spurs? And I'm like, you can't. Those they're rivals. And she's like, well, all teams are rivals, which I didn't really have a good no. response to. Right. So she's she's essentially a six year old boy, right? Huge. Like, yes. She she just picks whoever she's heard of. And so I go, well, I go, hey, let's let's throw that on. Let's watch it. First of all, and so then I go. I, it takes me forever to find T. I'm looking for TNT because that's usually where national games are on. And right. it takes me like 25 minutes to find that channel. Right, because find, you're not watching like the, the hardcore no drama, the librarians or whatever, whatever right. their shitty shows. Are. I have direct TV and it's like in the 200 somewhere. So I finally find it. It's not there. And I go, oh, well, sometimes the games, I don't know like the schedule of the national games. So I go, oh, I, I know it's on, uh, it's on ESPN and ESPN is 206. I know that channel because sometimes I go there. So I, ju- I don't even have direct TV and I know 206 is ESPN on direct right. TV. Yeah. So if you're at a bar, you go, Hey, 206. Cause you, the people at the bar never know the channel when they, you figure they're being asked to tune in sports channels all the time. Right. And so you have to be really quick. Yeah, like, that's 206. true. You yeah. work at a sports bar, like fucking know your channels. You should know your channels. Yeah. Uh, so I, t- I, t- I go to 206 and it's not there. And I go, well, this is like a big game. I see people talking about it on Twitter. Like somebody's massive, watching it somewhere. Massive game. Yeah. So I go, so I had to do the thing where I like search, like go to sports and search. Right. And it's on NBA TV. So I go, oh, okay, I'll turn it on there. I don't get that channel. No, nobody, I, nobody should get that channel. Whatever, whatever package I have does not include NBA TV. So I was not, I was unable. I wanted to watch a game and I was unable to, unfortunately. So I, I tried to be a sports fan. Okay, more emails. I digress. Well, that's good effort. Good effort. Thanks. Uh, Brian, in the previous The Baller Lifestyle episodes, you said that you aspire to be a Vine star, YouTube sensation, and what else am I forgetting? Svengali? Yeah, that's one. That's from Ish. Um, I remembered one because I'm having a hard time remembering these. I, I'll, I also, Ed, mm-hmm. Tumblr stud. Ooh, that's those are dick pics, right? I, I don't know. Just I don't. Just it sounds like something you want to be Com- like confident desired. enough that you're posting your hog. Kind of yeah, thing. Vine star, YouTube sensation, Tumblr stud, Svengali. I feel like there were five. Maybe somebody can help us with the fifth because I so, so much genius pours out of us on this show. It's very difficult to remember. Hey, oh. one one thing yes. about uh, Vine star. Oh yeah, they're the, they're the worst. Yeah. I saw something yesterday. I think Ad Age or one one of these, you know, major oh, publications no. oh, oh, did a, no. oh, did no. did a thing on like this prominent Vine star, and my buddy sent me the the link. And within the story, they had a compilation. Right, these are six second videos, and the compilation was like two minutes long. And this is like all of his life's work. And I really could only get through about half of it, two thirds of it. Do, we, do you know the guy's name? No, he was a good-looking, like in good wow. shape young guy, and yeah. it pretty much it, it it's it's essentially um, what is the the thing when everybody dances like you're not you, uh, flash mob? Uh, oh, yeah, flash mob. Yeah, that's essentially what Vine stars do. They like flash mob you. Like they show up at the supermarket and they start singing Neil Diamond at the the checkout oh, line. Yeah. Like that's what it is, and it's like. Oh, this guy's got, you know, great abs. So he takes off his clothes and starts singing, you know, Sweet Caroline. Like, oh, I hate this guy. And this guy has got millions of followers and he's making millions of dollars. But that's that's what passes for comedy. And it just, my response to my buddy was, I think this just means I'm old. I'm not going to say like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. they're, they're no talent. Like, this is what people are into. Like the younger, you know, and by younger, I mean like, under 30 like not even yeah. like not even like 12 and under like yes everyone under 30 they're they're into this shit and i i have no answer for it there's it's just, it's, I, it's essentially flash mobs i there's someone i know and you know this no, person too no via, no via virtually we're okay both you and i virtual mm. friends with this yeah. person yeah and this person i know is is obsessed with a particular Vine star. And this person has just learned that the Vine star does some of his vines. He does his vining with 
a neighbor of this person. Well, there's interacting with neighbors too. Yeah. So, so that's true. Well, I don't know. I don't know how this person is, has became aware of this. I think through watching the vines, this person was able to go, Oh, Hey, I recognize that location. Oh no. And it turns out that this person is like an adjacent neighbor to a friend of a vine star. And this person has started to stalk this vine stars location. The person I'm talking about has been known to listen to this show. So he or she may hear this and, this person needs to be shamed. I, I, I can think of two words. Yeah. One, problematic. Yes. Two, upsetting. Yeah, both. Yeah. <laughs> both excellent words. Uh, okay, there's more. Uh, Brian and Ed, I'm hoping you both can offer some life coaching for a problem I've run into. We're not even through January, and I've already maxed out my Roth IRA and my 401k Whoa. for the year. What would you guys suggest I look would you guys suggest I look for a tax deferred annuity or possibly real estate? Any help you could give me would be much appreciated. Thanks, Dean and Clemson. Wow. wow. Guys got guys well, got it going. Yeah. Dean Dean, couple things. Yeah. First, it that email sounds kind of big time. But right. aren't you maxed out? Roth is for for the smaller contributions, right? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm an I, 401k. You, you can put like 12 grand into, yeah, right? You max out, you max out both for sure. Max right. out whatever you can and yeah. always do that. Cause you yes. max out early in the year and then later in the year you can't contribute to it. So then that's more income. Yes. But always okay. max out whatever you can. But yes. you know what? The Chappelle show sketch, Wu-Tang financial. Right. Gotta diversify your bonds. Now. That's true. That's true. <laughs> diversify. Always. Diversify. Always. Yeah. Always. Good. That's good advice. Ed's, Ed's a finance guy. He knows. Uh, also, is Clemson a place? I thought that was just a school. Is, South, Cle- is Clemson in, in Clemson? I mean, I assume he's in South Carolina. Okay. I, I'm just wondering if he's making. Oh, if he was, that you was know what? Ego. You know, that Clemson is kind of SEC country. Yeah, like you go to you know you 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 would say oh they're in the ACC but like you right. wouldn't say the Clemson girls are like Duke girls like Duke girls are historically ugly but oh, right Matt Doherty I remember when he was UNC's coach he said yeah the Duke cheerleaders are the ugliest in the nation wow. but anyway wow. I'm just saying Clemson those are SEC caliber girls so like he might be living in. A hotbed of talent. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've never been to Clemson, South Carolina, but I heard it's a hotbed of talent. I believe you. Uh, okay, here's another one. High as fuck watching the Australian Open. Whoa. This asshole Boris Becker is whooping and hollering in the first r- row behind Djokovic. He, like, he's out there playing Michael Chang. Uh, hold on. I'm going to have to sneeze. Fucker is snagging airtime and peacocking some shitty F-O-B-S Ed Hardy-esque tennis hat. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, this isn't the most offensive thing about the other B-Becks that I discovered tonight. I just read that this monster had his then-father-in-law photograph him and his wife in the nude for a German magazine. I couldn't imagine a normal dude wanting to share more than a Hofbrau with their father-in-law, much less their raw bratwurst. How do you get a little fluff going on for that photo? How big of a monster is Boris fucking Becker? That's from Juan Largo. Um, Ed, (laughs) Boris Becker, monster? Well, he's German. Yeah. They have have a lot of deals. Right, there's a whole... Yeah. Right. We're grading on a different curve here. That's true. Uh, and also, he comes from the 80s. And really, when you think of 80s tennis stars, you think yeah. of one word and one word only. John McEnroe. Cocaine. Oh, yeah. These, those guys love right? to blow. Yeah. So they're, they're playing by a different set of rules. And I'm not, you know, I'm not just saying like an occasional toot. Oh, yeah. We're, so, we're talking mountains of clown powder. Like I'm, these... These these are people that we we can't relate to. They're they're they're, they're well known international playboys. Like they go right. to places like Monte Carlo and Ibiza. Like no right. big deal. They're rich Matt's, as hell and they're young. Matt's Vlander. 
Yeah, mats with an S. Matt plural. Right. These these are people that we can't relate to. So Stefan Edberg. I yeah I cannot pretend to relate to them. No, I can't either. I'll tell you this. Well, this this I had to look this up, and this is Boris Becker's ex wife, uh-huh. and Boris Becker. I once and Boris Becker. You see him on TV now, and he looks like shit. I'll be honest. Yeah, he. I mean, again, done some hard living. I'm sure. I saw I saw Boris Becker in real life one time. It was in, I was in Germany. Big dude. He's a big dude. I saw him at a bar in Munich, and he's got a type because I don't think yeah, this he is, does. I don't think he was with the ex-wife, and I don't, I'm. It might have been the current wife. He's got a he's got a Robert De Niro type. Yes, he likes he likes black women or mixed race women. It looks like, and he was with one when I saw him. And he's, he's into heavily democratic women. Yes, he's <laughs> he's a big dude, and this chick he was with was tall, and she was fucking beautiful. Like he yeah. walked in with this chick, and everybody turned their head, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, Boris Becker's also there." Uh, so he's he's doing something right, but yeah, monster. I mean. He's just he's just he's on a German. Level that we don't understand. He's German. Yeah. German monster. Great initials though. Okay. Uh here's another one. Guys, as you have noted on recent episodes, the quality of the emails and voicemails have been garbage lately. We, <laughs> your loyal listeners, have let you down. In the place of our bogus emails for a few episodes, may I suggest a few topics for discussion while we replenish our good content. Some of my suggestions. Here we go, Ed. He's bulleted them. Yeah, let's do it. Con air. Here, okay. Here's here's a problem with that. Ed is a a world renowned expert. You think the guy knows a lot about nine hundred two one zero or the Baltimore Orioles? This guy knows Con Air. Con Air is like the Zapruder film for Ed. Meanwhile, hey Brent, you know I saw you, it once. Yeah, you know how you did the uh, last week. You put some companion pieces, and they were great. Yeah, yeah. Just just for his purposes, repost from like eight months ago. Remember, Will I do. did. Yes, I did. Uh, who. Of the Con Air cast, would you most like to have babysit your kids? Absolutely. Yes. Did a whole column, <laughs> column about them. Yes, it was pretty funny, too. Uh, yeah, we'll repost that this week. I, the problem is I could never hold my own in discussion of Con Air with Ed, unfortunately. No. Um, here's another one. Do we really have to have the Olympics this year? That's a great great question. And the answer, I, of course, is no. No, I, I totally disagree. Oh, my God. I love the Olympics. Oh, my I, God, I hate the Olympics. I, I love the Olympics more than almost anything but the NCAA tournament. And I don't know why I don't give a shit about these sports for the three and a half years in between, but I do. I love, I love Olympic sports. I love sprinting and I love shot put and, and Taekwondo and boxing, like all these random things. Here's the problem. Some of that shit I like too, but they hardly show any of it. Like I want to watch boxing. They, they might show Bob Costas might jump in with one American guy fighting. 1988, I agree. But now everything is televised. So now, I don't, I mean, the NBC, all NBC is going to be is diving and gymnastics. But all you have to do is go to CNBC or USA Network, any of the like the bullshit subsidiaries. And that, that's where you get the real events. Uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll have a look at this Olympics because I'm not into all the swimming. Here's what I'm into. I'm Love into, track and field. I'm into boxing, wrestling. I like track and field, but like you're talking about, the off events, the javelin, the fucking hammer throw, shit like that. But I, I'm not into it a year from now. I'm into it just every four years. Of course. Um, and the other thing I'm into is rooting against the United States men's basketball team. Yeah, I I don't understand how people are into it. Like it just yeah. it, it's not fun to me to cheer for a country that has all the resources. Yeah, I, I I'm fine with individual athletes. I cheer for the Americans in every other event, but in the team things like that, I don't I'm not I'm not on board with cheering for Kevin Durant like, "Oh, look at this underdog story." Yeah, same. And when I, you know, our college kids used to go over there and yeah, the other countries would send their professionals to play and I didn't care. Like I'm I'm fine with our college kids losing to their professionals. I don't need to see professional basketball players in the Olympics. It's not interesting to me. I don't like yeah. it. So I I root against the USA, of course. Uh here's another one. The Beverly Hills Cop, this is another topic. The Beverly Hills Cop theme song. Is that Dun, 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 Ax- dun, Axel dun, F, right? Yeah, that's it. Herbie but Hancock. You and I had a text exchange when Glenn Fry died. 
And I said, and this this is probably the same for this Herbie Hancock thing. Uh, just like that in Neutron Dance from Pointer Sisters. Like, I have a fondness for these songs in that context. Like, I, I like the cigarette truck chase. But if I heard yeah. Neutron Dance elsewhere, no, this is garbage. Just like, if you heard XLF just like hanging out, you'd be like, totally. what the fuck is this? Yeah, turn this off. Right. Get this it is, off right now. This is all garbage, but it works when Axel Foley is chasing down Victor Maitland. Totally agree. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Okay, here's another one. Uh, maybe like a bunch of episodes on The Wire. I mean, we could turn this show into a Wire podcast if we wanted to. Yeah, but but The Wire is like reading a book. It is. A, a great book, but like you wouldn't just say, oh, you know, let's discuss chapter eight of Old Man in the Sea or something. Although Hemingway pretty much sucked, so. Yes. Uh, I mean, right. chapter eight of Confederacy of Dunces, that's a great book. Uh, but yeah, you wouldn't discuss like a chapter at a sequence. Like it, yeah, the wire was a beautiful book. It played out like a book. It was not one of these, uh, you know, fast action TV shows. It all I, played out nice. I still am having a hard time reconciling the fact that Wallace is Apollo Creed's son. And he got yoked. Yeah. Yoked. He got, dude got fit. Yeah. Crazy. <clears throat> okay. Uh, how Ed hasn't gone insane. Living in New York's rusty little brother, New Jersey. Oh my God, shots fired. Well, there's a couple things here. One, you know how I feel about state pride. Yes. You, you can all go fuck yourselves with your state pride. I don't, I don't give a shit about any other section of New Jersey but my section. Yes. But I love Hoboken. I, I will take the Pepsi challenge of Hoboken. Like, the people are like, we're New York City residents, and they live in Brooklyn. The last two times I've been in Brooklyn, and, like, no joke, I got off the subway, and in both times, there was a guy on a unicycle riding by. Like, oh, it is yeah. it is every bad stereotype you, you would think. You're just shocked that you didn't see a guy on a penny farthing. <laughs> yeah, fucking steampunk no. central. But, uh, like... Uh, Hoboken is, like, the sixth borough. Right? I, mean, I mean, it basically is New York. And Hoboken, it you, takes me six minutes to get to Manhattan on the train. Like, it's, and, it's right there. And from Hoboken, you can see Manhattan. Like, you get, you can, yeah, we you get the view, view of Manhattan because you're in Hoboken across If you're in Manhattan, you're looking at Jersey. It sucks. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, I love Hoboken. But, like, don't don't try to, like, get me all ruffled up, like, taking shots at Jersey. Like, Jersey, Jersey for the most part, sucks. And guess what else sucks? Every other state, every single one, you could point to most of the state, and it's terrible. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. Uh, like, I did. I wouldn't I did, ask you to defend Sacramento. No, of course. Like not. it's just the way it goes. No, most and states are terrible. The whole middle of California and most of the top is pretty shitty. Um, I did notice that um, Mike Trout was on the Weather Channel talking about the yeah, blizzard the other day. He's a, he's a Philly suburb guy. Yeah, he's got that he's got that Philly accent and he's from like Millville or someplace yeah, I've never heard. He's the pride of Millville, but it's yeah. it's it's Philly. Right. South all their, Jersey. All their TV stations are Philly. Like he's he's not from my section right. of Jersey. That's, yes, that's what I thought. Oh, uh, that accent. Uh, okay, here's another one. What the fuck is Tumblr? Um you, uh, Ed, I happen I've discovered Tumblr and I know what it is. Do you, well, want me, do you want me to... Uh, I would like you to because I, I only know it as like a free website. Right. Like, like I, don't, I, don't, I don't have thoughts on it. It's a good place to peruse pornography. It's loaded to the hilt with dirty, dirty pornography, gifs and gifs and videos and pictures. It's a fantastic pornography repository. Well, I, don't, wait, I don't know how, what else it's How for. do you get there? You just go on it. It's but I'm saying, you go on Tumblr, are you looking for something like the Google search will take you to a page on Tumblr? Or is like Tumblr yes, just known to be porn? Yeah, well, no, you go to Tumblr, and then you like, it's like any other site you, you follow. So you see something you like, and you're like, right, oh, right, I want right. to follow that. And then it just shows up in your feed, like Facebook uh, or Twitter. Right. Same idea. Uh, anyways, sorry for this trash email. Keep up the good work, Zach in Denver. Zach, that was a fantastic email, and all your emails yeah. are good. So, yeah. uh, good job on you. Uh, okay, Ed. Emails out of the way. We got a voicemail. It's Kyle and Scanny, and I, I almost, I almost did this for you guys because Sky, 
Kylan Scanny, he said he left this voicemail. But the best part of Kylan Scanny's voicemail is that he left the same voicemail three times, but stopped in in different places and then picked up. And then I got another voicemail and it's him starting from the beginning. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I've heard this. And then he would leave a little bit more and I'm like, and then just stop talking and hang up. And it wasn't like they were five minutes apart. Like the last one he left at, was at 5 PM one day. And then he's, the ne- he, he's conscientious. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then the next day at eight thirty. AM he leaves another voicemail and and where he finally finishes his topic. So it was it, it's I'm not gonna make love, everybody listen. Love is not a strong enough word I have for Kyle's game. <laughs> He's great. Uh, my, so I'm not gonna play all three for everyone. I'll just play the final bit, but I'll just say this. Imagine this stopping at two different points in the same soliloquy, and you can imagine the three voicemails I got. But he's got some important information. Let's hear from Kyle and Scanny. Hey, guys. Kyle here. Uh, getting back to you on the Amish deal. He is, uh, I asked him he didn't want to come on. Uh, he said just ask the questions. I'll, I'll get the answers. Um, as far as those movies, Ed, he has not seen them. I don't know if you guys remember, a few years back, there was that Amish Mafia or some bullshit show on TV or whatever. He did watch that, and he said that was all all fake. It was all bullshit. Um, but ironically, he is on a bowling league, so I think he's averaging like 120, 130. I don't know, pretty good bowler, I think. And he's missing his fucking index finger. He cut that fucker off in a saw working on the wood wood mill. Um, I guess that's what I got on Amish. And as far as Brian, uh, same on you, breaking those wrists. Why, why did you add 30 more pounds after you already maxed out? Um, fill me in on that logic, because 30 pounds seems like quite a big jump. So, uh, yeah, catch you guys later. Whoa. Kyle and Scotty. The gold standard. Putting it down. <laughs> well, first of all, yes, Kyle, your buddy hasn't watched like there. Yeah. Ask anybody to name two Amish-related movies, and he hasn't seen Kingpin either of them. And Witness. <laughs> yeah, but he's watched like some uh, Bravo or TLC, you know, reality show. Yeah, it's a little Come weird. on. Yeah, Come yeah. On. He knows about the Amish Mafia. I mean, he's a little bit younger. He's got a good bowling game. This 120, Maybe. 130 average. Maybe. That sounds pretty good. Unless he's doing one and a half frames. No, no. He said, I think he said, it might have been in one of his earlier emails that he said that, <laughs> or voicemails, that he said that he bowls the requisite amount of frames, 10 <laughs> frames. Uh, but I do, as he plays with a, a physical handicap in that yeah. he's he's missing his finger yeah a very amish related accident yes he, t- he took the index finger off in a saw awful and he's right shame on me shame on me for for trying to go big on my squat and um breaking my wrist i don't what, what can i say like you're Kyle on the mend at this yeah. point you're on the mend yeah i'm mostly better at this point uh excellent voicemail kyle and scotty always yeah. welcome okay ed Let's talk some sports. The Seahawks have been in the news. It's we had we just last week had the NFC and AFC championships. Tom Brady was vanquished by sad Peyton Manning and the sad ducks he threw all game. Very ugly game. Uh, what is going on in the world of sports? What do we need to know about? Well, let's. You know, Seahawks. Let's start with a, a little slice of life, one mm-hmm. of their players. Uh, this will be fullback and not to be confused with the 1989 Syracuse power forward, Derek Coleman. Yes. Good old, good old Derek decided to smoke some synthetic Mary Jane, a.k.a. Ouch. Spice. And he felt he was fine to drive in Bellevue, Washington. And a little side note, I uh, once did a sales call in uh, Bellevue, Washington, 
and just killed it. They they they're big buyers there. Oh every, really? Oh, yeah. you, make, you make a big of commission bonds, on that trip, of, huh? Of bonds. Oh, nice, nice yeah. job. But yeah, so if anyone wants to sell bonds to someone, go to Bellevue. But anyway, sell the fuck out of bonds. I would need <laughs> to know what bonds were first. And please don't <laughs> please, explain them to me. Guess not, what? Don't tell me what bonds are. The only thing that would make me uh, more tired than listening to Bachelor conversation would be bond conversation. Oh, that's great. Uh, uh, anyway, Coleman felt fine to drive, then immediately went 60 in a 35. He, he hit a car, and then, like, if you hit a car, what would be your move? Um, I'd stop. Um, get out and have, get my information and be like, hey, don't, well, don't admit fault. It's the number one thing it says on your insurance card. Just keep it to a minimum. Take pictures of your insurance cards. Pull right. over to the side of the road. Make sure everybody's okay. I'm sure that's what he did. Yeah, well, he he thought about that. And then Derek Coleman did the other move, and he just kept in- accelerating. And <laughs> <laughs> he, he, uh, he just kept accelerating until the, with his, uh, his uh, Dodge Ram and just kept accelerating until the car flipped over. Oh, the other great. car flipped over. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then he took off on foot, which uh, you know onlookers have said barefoot. I might have. Oh no! Oh no! Pretty sure it's illegal and, to drive barefoot, by the way. Okay. But he's, uh, you know, he he's a fullback. You know, he's a blocking back, but yeah, he still just uh, only got two two blocks away before he's, he was actually arrested. He's a fullback, so he's a white guy out of Nebraska? <laughs> yeah, either way, the guy is one of those... I mean, NFL fullback means you're as wide as you're tall. Right. Right, but anyway, uh, what I would like you to tell me what's most embarrassing. The fact that the following was found in this Dodge Ram, and I'll give you a list. A blue and red multicolor glass spoon with a black tarry residue. Oh, an open package label labeled "fucked up aromatic therapy." Oh no! Three five gram pouches of Mad Pitbull's aromatic therapy, a hard candy called Edipure Lemon Drops containing 100 milligrams of THC, an open package of hard candy labeled Red Delicious containing THC, with some loose candies. Oh my god! On the uh, fruit roll ups. Labeled watermelon ribbons containing 250 milligrams of THC, ACT mouthwatch, uh, Roto Cool Redness Reliever eye drops, 10 millimeter magazine containing 10 live 10 millimeter rounds, or the final thing, two slippers near the pedals. (laughs) He's driving in slippers. The whole reason that these guys smoke this synthetic marijuana, first of all, synthetic marijuana is just like some leafy shit with chemicals sprayed all over it. You're, it's basically like smoking PCP. You're just or embalming I, I know. fluid. I, I had this conversation with Michelle the other day, and I was like, what point we're going to have to have the conversation, which is going to be a weird yes. conversation, like telling your kid, hey, weed isn't so bad. Like at this right. point. You know, yes. they're, my kids are eight and six. Well, everything is bad. And, but, like, at some yes. point, you're going to have to say, like, hey, look, if you want to smoke weed, that's okay. But, like, this fucking synthetic shit is just a terrible idea. Um, yeah, I totally agree. And he – so the reason that these NFL guys do it is because they get tested for weed. Right. But, of course, this guy has tons of candies and edibles with actual THC in them. So, right. yeah, he's smoking the spice, but he's still – you still test positive whether or not you smoke it or eat it, dummy. Yeah, I'm guessing that wasn't a Harvard degree. And you may, you may as well just smoke it. You live in Washington where it's legal. Right. Weed is legal in Washington. The, the NFL has really got to look at this because they're doing more harm than good. First of all, all these guys are hooked on Vicodin and all right. manner of painkillers. Take, take, take all these pills that are going to ruin your liver instead of smoking weed. Yeah, when they could just smoke weed, just like let them smoke weed that keeps them off the spice or whatever it is. Like they, these guys need to, to just be allowed to smoke weed. Yeah. Um, I got another Seahawks related news. Okay. Uh, a fan named Sarah started a petition on Facebook mm-hmm. to ban Carolina quarterback Cam Newton from ever playing in Seattle. Uh, this is her quote. Cam Newton is one of the most unprofessional, unsportsmanlike individual in the face of the planet. That's oh that's God. her actual words. Yeah. So I say for the 2016-2017 season, when the Panthers come to play in Seattle, he should be banned from entering the stadium. 
This should teach him to put his arrogance in check, wrote uh, wrote somebody on the Change.org petition. Uh, the petition was approaching 1,000 signatures Tuesday. Apparently, Newton disparaged someone's Seahawk flag congratulating the 12th man a couple of weeks ago. Like, they waved it in his oh, face. And he the just 12th threw, man. He threw it on the ground. So, Brian, what's the most embarrassing part for Seattle? The fact that they didn't invent the 12th man thing. That was Texas A&M. They have to pay royalties on it. That's right. Or yeah, Yet they take such pride in it. Or that someone brings a flag to a game and is actually proud to advertise it. Yeah, um, <clears throat> the 12th man thing is pretty embarrassing. I, like, Seattle's got that thing that, like, a lot of cities have where they're like, we're so great, like, people are jealous of us. And, yeah, they won the Super Bowl a couple years ago, and that's good for them. They had a really good defense. Yeah, I'd like to have that success, but, like, I would not like to be one of these people wearing yes, tw- it, number it, but, 12 jersey. But it before they won the Super Bowl? I still thought they were in the AFC. Like, I was like, whoa, holy shit, Seattle. Just fucking, they're representing yeah. the NFC in the Super Bowl. They're like, did something, somebody get something screwed up? Yeah, you, they beat the Raiders so many times they got to the NFC. Yeah, like, now they're in the NFC. Nobody even knew that. They're way at the top of the corner of the country. Nobody gives a fuck about you, Seattle. Nobody's gunning for you. Nobody cares that you're loud. Like, nobody, you're, you're not of consequence in the major scheme of things you're not you don't matter in the nfl you're not going to win the super bowl again it's just it's enough and we've we've had enough of you and flags even if you let's say you're an asshole who likes the 12th man uh you know celebrating somebody's got a flag the seat in front of you you're a terrible person yeah somebody paid for a ticket and they've got to stand behind someone waving a flag flags are never tiny like, you can't even see the game. No, that's awful. You shouldn't be allowed to bring them in. Also, the 12th, like, being loud, that's basically like doing a full-time wave. Like, you're really, really right. into it, and which is embarrassing. You should be embarrassed of that. Being, right. being too vocal and too much of a participator is bad for one's look. Hey, something good happens on the field, give them a cheer. But to, you don't just to well, yell I, the whole game. No, also, in the crunch time when the other quarterback can't hear from shotgun, like... That's the time to be loud, but like sure. just being proud. Guess what? The Seahawks didn't make the Super Bowl most of the years of our lifetime. That's right. And that was the same 12th man. Like, oh, you can't handle us. Isn't it weird how the fans got so great when their defense was incredible and Marshawn Lynch was running over people? Yeah, exactly. Then all of a sudden the fans were the, the difference maker. That's right. Get Agreed. the fuck out of here, Get Seattle. Get the fuck out of here, Seattle. I agree. Okay, and what's something happened with the Broncos and Tom Brady? Well... I mean, in the feel-good story of the weekend, the Broncos beat the Patriots, so we don't have to deal with New England in the Super Bowl again. But, um, you know, uh, in the 2018 loss Sunday, the Denver Broncos harassed and harangued. I like that word. Yeah, it's a great Uh, word, harangued. uh, Tom Brady relentlessly while beating the Patriots Sunday. Denver hit Brady more than he'd been hit in any game this season. The pummeling was so bad that New England actually fired its offensive line coach after the game. Yeah, they, could, they couldn't protect him. They, they were yeah. overwhelmed by the Denver defense. It's like a turnstile. Like yeah. DeMarcus Ware, who was run out of Dallas because right. like, yeah, he was out of gas. That guy was doing just fine this weekend. But anyway. Yeah. Vaughn Miller was very yeah. active. He had, he had an interception, and he slipped and fell. Otherwise, he was going to take right. that thing to the house. That was a pick six that he had. But the worst part for Brady is Bronco defenders badgered him with hanging brains. Quote, I tried to lay on him a few times, an unidentified Broncos defender said after the game. I tried to rub my nuts on his face. That should be a lifetime suspension. Yeah. Weaponizing your ball sack in in a a, a gladiator sport, that that, that, that should be a lifetime suspension. Yeah, what I mean, what's the worst thing when you're when you're Tom Brady lining up? Are you worried about head injuries now or an apple bag to the dome? Yes, exactly. It's it would that's definitely a good psych out tac- technique if you know, hey, if these guys get to me, I could be getting atomic sit up out here. Like I I need to keep my head above <laughs> water. I got to get rid of this football or somebody could be dangling brain on my eyelids. Like it it really makes a difference. No, I, I've, I, I'm on record. I, I have some NFL linebacker, you know, dong experience in my life, but like, oh, yeah. 
Brandon Spikes. I don't I don't know, but I would yeah. imagine a guy named DeMarcus <laughs> yes. probably has a lot of equipment to Imagine handle. imagine what you saw in, in that Brandon Spikes was packing. Imagine that even just through the thin lycra of football pants. That thing just rubbing right up against your cheek, like grinding. And I'm not, yeah, I'm not a Tom Brady fan. No. But like that guy, you know. He doesn't deserve that. What did he, what did he do? Guy's just a good player. He's just just good at his craft. It's, it's a tough one when, when uh, Denver is playing New England to go to the Super Bowl. I mean, it's. It's basically like everyone at home is rooting for a tomahawk missile, or well, that yeah, that's that's the old you know AIDS versus syphilis kind of thing, right? It's just like such a such a bad outcome either way. Ed, yeah, there's a dude from Chile, mm. Milijenko Parsedias Parsedisas Bukovic. Mm. That's an interesting name for yeah. Sounds Yugoslavian. Sounds See? Croatian. See German? Yeah. Anyway, he's a huge fan of the actress Julia Roberts. Ed. Hmm. And to show his appreciation for the Academy Award-winning actress, can we fact check that? There's no way she's won an Academy Award. <laughs> uh, the yeah. 56-year-old Chilean newspaper vendor has tattooed. 82 images of Julia Roberts' face on his body. <laughs> he said he started... This, this is going to shock you. He said he started getting the tattoos after watching her film, Aaron Brockovich. Whoa. And Ed, he has since spent a million pesos, which is approximately 2500 bucks, on the tattoos. And he plans to get more ink work done on his chest, back, and arms as long as there is space. And he has the money to afford it. All of the tattoos he has were inspired by various films, uh, scenes from her films. Ed, what's more shocking? <laughs> Considering the enormity of her lips and teeth, that someone could fit two, much less 82 <laughs> images of Julia Roberts on their body, or that a Chilean newspaper vendor could put together 2500 bucks US. <laughs> well, that's the big one. Because right, news- that's a lot of money. News- I mean, newspapers are dying in America, and we we are just throwing away money in this country versus Chile. Yes, uh, and I I really would love a breakdown because I I need to know what movies this guy picked. Like, did do you think he picked one? Where, well, there she's famous for that one where she's a whore. Right, but she's but she's least, got a heart of gold. At, at least there, the yeah. hooker with the heart of gold. Right. Like, at least there's, you know, sexy outfits, I would assume. I mean, I saw that movie like 20 years ago. But, yeah, I mean, Erin Brockovich, I remember she was kind of showing cleavage in that movie. Yeah, but I also... But like, but like trashy hair. Kinda. I also feel like she wasn't even as hot as the real Erin Brockovich at the time. I'm, I'm not. I'm not opposed to her looks. I just, it's a bit much, that, that, that tattoo fetish yeah it's it's a little over the it's top a bit, I, I, like I, what what's the I, i'm trying to think of her movies like i remember I, I when know. we were kids her like breakout right before mystic uh, pizza no even before that was a movie called satisfaction was which was supposed to catapult justine bateman oh, to i recall fame. yeah i recall and it was were like the just the yeah and the yes. justine bateman vehicle turned into the julia roberts coming out party and 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 I'm still unsure why Bateman just went, you know, went the way of Skippy. Nobody she, ever heard of her again. She's done a lot. Julia Roberts has done a lot of uh, romantic comedies. Also, yeah. I, have, I have an issue with Pretty Woman because it really gives you the wrong idea of, of what a streetwalker is. Like, they make it seem very glamorous to go out there and put your knee-high boots on and walk around on Hollywood Boulevard offering blowjobs for money. Like, it's a dirty, dirty job. And yet, here's Pretty Woman making it seem like it's just the cutest thing in the world to be a street-walking whore. Yeah. 
Yeah, your biggest obstacle as a streetwalker is Costanza being a little nasty with you. That's right, a little, little too rough. <laughs> Shocking. Uh, Ed, let's get into it. We got, we got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about today in Fancy Pop. It is time for Fancy Pop. Joining us now, everyone's favorite part of the show. Of course, I'm talking about our own baller lifestyle, pop culture slash bachelor correspondent, Fancy Sauce. How you doing, Fancy? Here she is. Hey, Fancy. Uh, what, are, what are some iconic Julia Roberts roles? Like, if I was going to get um, 82 tattoos of Julia Roberts mm-hmm. on my body, what um, movies would they be from? Pretty Woman, we determined where she's a whore with a heart of gold. Right. What, what else in, has she done? You've, you've Got Mail or something? Pizza. Was she in something like that? Stick like, pizza. I mean, no, she was not in You've Got Mail. Is that Meg brief. Ryan? Oh, wait. I'm getting that confused with Sleepless in Seattle. Alex is that brief. Meg Ryan? That's Meg Ryan. I, I honestly, I, I mean, I've, I've is that a John seen Grisham. Yeah. I've seen plenty of Julia Roberts in my life, but oh yeah, Pelican Brief. Right, but I can't think of that many. She movies. was in one of those Ocean's Elevens, like the. Uh, I, well, I only ever saw right. the first one, so she'd have to be in that one. She's in Ocean's Eleven. I saw the second one and re- reminded myself that I should have stopped at one. But, but Ed, they had so much fun. Those guys just had a blast making the, the, that movie. The second one was like, hey, let's just film us hanging out at uh, Clooney's Lake Como. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's go to George Clo- Clo- Clooney's mansion and make a movie. She hey, look, rom-com. Don Cheadle doing a cannonball. Let's film it. She was in that rom-com, Notting Hill. Oh, Notting with um, Hugh Grant. Oh, and she was and in there's that movie. a pub that's really good. Right by, I guess one of the like the her iconic hit. locations, and people just take pictures nonstop at the Notting Hill pub. Her big yeah, hit but like was- like last summer, I was watching people take pictures, and it's, who's still thinking about that movie? No one. I, I haven't thought about it since. Uh, what's her big hit, Kathy? Um, that Aaron Brockovich. Uh, oh right, yeah. And That's she the won one she won, she won Academy Award. Also, she was in that movie Closer, she, which was which was really good. Oh, with um, Natalie Portman back in the day. And oh, I that was uh, Mike Nichols. That was that was decent. Yeah. I think um, she was in Dead oh. Dead Ringers. Also, Never don't forget it. Eat Pray Love. Eat Pray Love. Didn't see that one. That was a Bali theme. Didn't that take place in Bali? Mm-hmm. Part of it did, yeah. 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 The, you know what that is? That's somebody finding themselves. The I'll never part. watch that kind of movie. <laughs> oh, no, no. You don't like people finding themselves. No. Sure. Fuck them. Uh, real quick, wait, wait, another email. Neil deGrasse Tyson, one of Ed's uh, favorites, and shit. B.O.B. are engaged in a rap battle that started over an argument about whether or not the earth is flat. Ed, I know you love a good hardcore rap battle. Who do you side with? Your boy NDT? Or Earth Truther and former MTV Teen Choice Award winner B.O.B. That's from Juan Largo. B.O.B. just spells Bob. Is this guy called Bob? Am I saying His it right? His name's Bobby Ray. Bobby Ray he's, Simmons. He's B.O.B. B.O. I, I never Bob. heard of the guy. I, I call him Bob. I never one I refuse to, one to call him B.O.B. I never heard of uh, he's, he's got a, a good song called uh, Headband with Two Chains. Oh, two, cha- um, two chains always wears many more than two chains. AKA, he, always, he should be called like five chains. AKA Titty Boy. Titty boy, yeah, love. Uh, I love two chains. I mean, most of my views on the inner city education system are based on season four of The Wire, right? But I can't blame Bob because what I understand, he was a high school dropout. Like, you know, you don't trust the system. I mean, I, he's, he's a flat. You don't earth, trust the man. He's a flat earth truth thread. Okay, like but that's fourth grade. Fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson. Like enough oh, with your Twitter dude. followers. Yeah, he's enough. a good dude. He's enough. fighting a good, a good fight. dude. You're fighting. What, what's the fight? He's Everyone educating with people. a brain. Everyone with a brain's like, okay, you know, this is a rapper just trying to get, you know, start controversy. Like, no, nobody cares. Well, if the, if Neil deGrasse Tyson, if we can't go to Neil deGrasse Tyson and his sick floral vest collection. Some of them are marine themed, neatly trimmed mini mini fro. Oh, I've seen some vests with like what? tropical Who's, fish. He's on. the he's the answer guy for the realms of the galaxy. I did a little research, and apparently, there's yes. an entire flat Earth society, 200 members strong, Shut that is purportedly up. not a joke. There's like YouTube videos that they've made that you can go and watch. Oh man, um, oh. I'm just excited that the year of the celebrity truther is here. Yeah, absolutely, in full swing. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, and 
Bob rapped about getting ahead on a ten speed, so I'm I'm on team Bob. Well, that's practically impossible. Bob can't even be done. Bob tweeted a picture of himself. Um, we'll post it on the Facebook page. Yes, but basically, it's it's him standing in like a park, and in the way distant is, I guess it's L.A. Yeah, and he says in his tweet that goes along with this image. The cities in the background are approx 16 miles apart. Where is the curve? Please explain this. Oh, shit. Boom. And yeah, this like he doesn't realize started how big the Earth rant. is. Right. <laughs> the Earth is massive. Like, the- Earth's got to be at least like 36 miles all the way around, right? I like that <laughs> Neil shut it down with this tweet yeah. after many but back like, and how forth cool tweets. he he yeah. he shut down a guy who who didn't even finish high school but like the, fuck neil degrasse neil's just the go, guy you turn to here no right. why do we have to turn to him he's why an don't expert we just turn to exactly. our own brains he needs to inject himself in every these, situation like flat earth this piece like shit with a shitty vest can go fuck himself <laughs> also the guy's got great vests and a mini fro eh? he, i love he, him his no. tweet was dude to be clear being five centuries regressed in your reasoning doesn't oh, mean we all oh. can't still like your music. Oh, hey, respect. See, he's a respectful arguer. Good for him. Um, so shortly after, Fuck he let off. loose a song called Flatline that features both an out-of-context chunk of Tyson discussing the formation of the Earth as well as some casual Holocaust denial. And you know what? That song actually sounded okay. Oh, my God. Then sadly, I guess if you're Neil deGrasse Tyson's nephew, who's also a rapper, never has the world called on your presence more than after your uncle's been dissed by a rapper that believes the earth is flat, and he released a diss track in response. It's a not a good track. It's See, now this... It's not a this, good track. This could get me to side with Ed, because while <laughs> I'm on board with Neil deGrasse Tyson, I am not on board with Neil deGrasse Tyson's nephew rapping. <laughs> That I cannot get with. I listened to the song. It's bad. I'm sure it is. Okay, what else is what else is going on, Kate? Um, well, Mariah Carey is engaged to her billionaire Australian boyfriend James Packer. Uh, Australia's fourth richest man. That's right. They've just released. They've just leased a mansion in the I mean, Oaks. He's, he's Australia's fourth richest man. That's right. That's right. Australia is full of talent. Yeah, yeah. and and Mariah at this point. You know, I, I was never pre- into it. I mean, I, I think in the mid '90s when she was tip top, I guess she was attractive. Yeah, but like the, the body was on is, point for a while. Short, but I'm just saying she is sloppy yeah. at best. I have She's never looked at her and thought that Me she either. was attractive. And this guy, let's be honest, this guy James Packer, just no looker himself. I mean, but he's rich right. as hell, and that's all hang that matters. On, hang yeah. on, Men don't Cash have to be lookers if they're king. cashed up. That's right. That's what I'm saying. He's Cash rich. Cash is king. Doesn't yes. matter what he looks like. This is this world. We can point to a billion Tons. reasons Tons. where guys can find hot chicks. He could do better. Uh, I do know that they're both still married to other people, which I feel like could be an. Um, I heard Nick Cannon's not happy an about this obstacle. She apparently has full custody of their kids, which I found weird. That's crazy. So anyway, I love gross displays of wealth. So let me tell you about the house they've just leased. Yes. It's in the Oaks, which is a fancy gated community in Calabasas, which is home of the Kardashians. Mm. So far, so 18, hot out there. 18,000 square feet on one acre, sweeping views. All the stones imported from Italy. There's a theater, sauna, gym. The house took over five years to build. It's never been on the market. The lease price was apparently around $250,000 a month. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. Also, way out there in Calabasas. So hot. Yeah, a little hot. You know what? You know what's the great indicator of when uh, Cash is King is when you see a hot mom with really ugly kids. Yeah. And you know, you're like, well, we know, we know why. We know why your life is laid out. There's some rich, short, fat, tubby, bald piece of shit that she's married to. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't have to be a piece of shit. So easy. He's yeah, he probably does. a very nice guy. <laughs> but not in this fantasy. Uh, okay, Kate, what else is going on? Um, thought I'd bring a bit of sports to Fancy Pop. By the yeah, way, I heard my name oh. mentioned in vain no. in relation to a sports that's not team true. earlier. That's not true. I just said the person, super, I, I, said the person I live with. That could be rude. anybody. Super rude. That could be just anybody. Just want to put that on the record. People don't know we cohabitate. Tiger Woods' alleged mistress. Which Amanda one? Amanda Boyd Duffner. 
Oh, Who? right. J- a, Jason Duffner's Jason ex-wife. Jason Duffner's ex has apparently bought... Well, you know that they had a steamy affair. That was apparently why rumor. they broke out. That's a rumor. Well, she I, has just coincidentally bought a, a house in Jupiter, Florida, a couple of miles away from Tiger's shut house. up. Yeah, property records show that she purchased a three-bedroom, three-bathroom uh, house, paid cash in May 2015. Wow. See, she. I used to follow her on Instagram, but when she got divorced from Jason Duffner, she deleted her Instagram. So I haven't been able to keep up with the happenings of Amanda so Duffner. People think that that's a little weird. Wow, it is, is a little weird. Is this all part of her plan to I, become the next Mrs. Tiger Woods? Well, she's a, she's a, she's an attention seeker, so who knows? By the way, I I went to Jupiter, Florida once in my life, uh, family, friend's house, and while I was there, I visited the Burt Reynolds and Friends Museum. Oh, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> it was, oh, I have a sick. koozie there. That's wow. pretty. It's a pretty sweet koozie. That is pretty sweet. How much do you think? And, and all they do is at, they have uh, like a ton of Smokey and the Bandit and then a bunch of evening shade uh, memorabilia. <sighs> Smokey and the Bandit, the one with the chimp orangutan? No, that's... Uh, Every Which that's, Way But Loose. That's Eastwood. Smokey and the Bandit? That's Any Which Way But Loose. There's no, uh, there's no animal in Smokey the Bandit. It's just Smokey is um, Jackie Gleason. He's a cop. It's like in the South. And apparently... Back then, at some point. Oh, and Inner Prime Sally Field. Inner Prime. They, they were a couple. Burt right. Reynolds she and was, Sally Field. She was, she was, she was, she was looking good. She was, real good. she was real good looking. But apparently, back then, it was a real big deal to drive beer from one state to another. Coors. It was Coors. It was Coors. And so there's a whole. Was it Prohibition? It, it wasn't Prohibition, but it's, I don't know. They were, you can go, get, they were going from Texarkana to, uh, like, Florida. Yeah. It was not. So the whole point of the movie is they were smuggling beer, and uh, and Burt Reynolds had a cowboy hat and a Firebird, and he only took his hat off for uh, for sex. That's right. That's exactly right. Hmm. All right, Kate. What else is going on? That's it, really. That's, I just have a question. Yes. What do you think? How much do you think Jason Duffner is worth? Oh, okay. Jason Duffner is a top twenty-five. Okay. Golf pro. He's is this post. Divorce because he had to get he had to cut he had to break uh, Amanda Duff chunk before divorce. Go- golfers are very wealthy. Okay, like I how would, much? Do you I think would he's say worth? that Jason Duffner conservatively is worth between twenty and twenty five million dollars. Okay, really? Yeah. How much? I, I I honestly have not even heard of Jason. He's a, Duffner. he's a good player, and I hear a lot about him because people think we look alike. You know? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So how much do you think she got in the settlement? Because I know I have it She here. got, I, I remember this. She got a house and she got like, he did like, the just they didn't have any kids. And they also hadn't been married that long. So she actually made out pretty well. She got a house and like $3 million. Huh. It just says here that she received a 2.5 million lump yeah, sum as well 5. as a Mercedes SUV. And a house, I think. And a house. Yeah. Right. Right, but I, I, they were only married a few years. She's after Tiger Woods. I'm just going to put that on the record right now. Yeah, she she stays in shape. Yeah, that's it. I'm doing a sh- I'm doing a short, tight, fancy pop this week. Yeah, good for you. Thanks. Great job, uh, Ed. As always, fantastic yeah. job on your end. Oh, my bachelor! Excellent job. My bachelor recap week four is up on the website. Batch- you guys want to yeah. check it out? Bachelor, bachelor. Olivia has re- gone crazy. Yes, if you're not, and I'm still feeling Jojo. I'm feeling Jojo and I'm well, feeling Becca. Last night, Ben was feeling them both. Yeah. Is is the Literally. the black chick that you said is, it, it, like is she still yeah, around? She's there but she's a train wreck. Ed, she's not going to let she's going to self-destruct. Ed. Not only yeah. so last episode she they had a one-on-one date and she got in a shimmery LeMay bikini that looked like she was in a Biggie video. It sounds sounds like yeah, and then last night, out of the blue, they had a talent competition where she played the cello. Whoa. That's a big, big range. It is, but that's not a that's not a hot answer. No, it isn't. But um, she's got skills. Also, she was in the shit in Fallujah. She's a war vet. I don't oh, see. So she's yeah. I don't see her going the distance though. She seems it's, a little it's unstable back, to me. But has she, at this point, has she already lasted longer than any? I think so. She's, 
black ch- chicken or uh, black that's only person week four. in reality I think TV. Amber she, she's lasted gone, a while in Christmas gone, season. I have to look that up. She's gone deep for a woman of color. I'll say that. Well, she's not just kind of hanging around on the outskirts like they usually do. Like she's a featured one. So, and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there. Yeah. This I'm gonna make a prediction right now to uh-huh. all our Bachelor fans out there. Listen to me. JoJo gets deep in the game, and that at some point makes a play to leave so she can become the next Bachelorette. I mean, maybe. Prediction. She might fall in love with this bland band dude. I don't see it happening. Uh, okay, guys. Excellent job, everybody. Thank you so much, Ed Daly. Thank you so much, Kate. For Ed Daly. For Kate McManus. I'm Brian Beckner. This has been the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We will see you next week. Bye, everyone. Goodbye.